of all the resources that everybody always complains about in Milwaukee. We don't have any managers. We don't have any booking agents. We don't have any recording studios. There's a lack. There's a lack. There's a lack. All I hear is scarcity. And this is going to provide abundance. Bridge the city. Bridge the city. Bridge the city. That was Webster X. Yes, the Webster X. Rapper, community organizer, and in this episode of Bridge the City, board member of the new state. The new state is a new state of mind for the city of Milwaukee. It's a turning point. It's not yet, but it will be. My name is Benjamin Rangel, your host of Bridge the City, a podcast recorded in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, whose mission is to bridge together people, resources, and ideas that inspire Milwaukee to action. Today on Bridge the City, we have five, yes, five guests to speak about how a boarded up building at 2612 West State Street will become the epicenter for music talent and performance here in Milwaukee. We talked to Webster X, as I mentioned before, Dima P, whose last name is difficult, and so he told me to say Dima P, um, but he is the self-described utility outfielder for the new state and founder of Unify Records. Andy Parker, who's a fierce advocate for preserving Milwaukee's historic past. John Hennessy, founder of Hennessy Group and the professional urban developer of the new state and Niall from the amazing rap group Fat Nerds, who, as you will hear, talks firsthand about how he thinks the new state will benefit the city of Milwaukee and how he wishes the new state existed when he was coming up. So let's listen to our interview with the folks at the new state. Welcome to Bridge the City. Thank you all for being here. And I say all because there's five of you in one interview, which is the largest interview Bridge the City has ever done. Um, and it's it's for good reason, because we're talking about an amazing project, The New State. So let's start, though, by having our listeners know who is here to talk about The New State. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy, Niall. Hello, this is Webster X. Andrew Parker. John Hennessy. And Dima P. All right. Great. Um, so for our listeners who don't know, uh, we're here to talk about the new state. What is the new state? Webster X, you want to start us off with of that? Of course, man. Yeah. Um, the new state is an all ages uh, music venue coming to Milwaukee, hopefully in the year 2021 or 2022. Um, it's a 414 or uh, what was the size of it? <laughs> yeah, I always say 414 just because that's the area code, but a uh, 415 capacity uh, music venue. Um, it's going to be a space for uh, classrooms. It's also going to be a retail store uh, for touring bands, um, for touring merchandise, and also for local artists as well to be able to put their their, their stuff in the store. Also going to be uh, recording studios as well. So an A room, B room, and a C room um, via Mammoth Audio. Nice. Is there something like this in Milwaukee right now? Not at all. What makes it unique? Uh, because of everything I just mentioned. Yeah? Uh, every, uh, everything's in the same space, but also the all ages component right yeah that's the i mean that's the biggest thing that's the reason why we wanted to um i think everybody joined the project for the sole fact of we don't have that accessible to many people in milwaukee that's something that's very you know just greatly lacked in the city and that's it sounds like a big project so john can you help us understand like how how does this how's this going to happen you know how does the new state like what is that process uh reconstructing the building uh getting the investment in the building itself Okay, well, this, this, this is an old theater primarily and some buildings and some land surrounding it. Uh, and it's about a $4 million project because it's, it's basically 
almost in ruins, but with quite a bit of good things preserved as well. It, it, it has a fantastic history, and once we do this historic renovation of the building, it's going to really look good, and it's going to be sort of an attractive piece of the community. Uh, another thing I wanted to add, while it's all ages, it's primarily focused on, let's say, teenagers and young adults. And, and many of these are people that have talent in music, and they also have tremendous interest, interest which is not uncommon. And there's going to be a curriculum here, and they're going to learn to take their passion, essentially, and turn it into a way to make a living. You really have an economic development project here that involves young people. Mm. We're not just giving them money. We're investing time, effort, and a beautiful facility in them, and it's going to produce results. As far as how we get the money, so in the long run, it's going to be funded through investment and donations and in, in the longer run, it's going to generate a whole lot of investment uh, and a way to make a living for many people in the community. Why did you personally get involved in the new state? Well, the reason I did is because I'm interested in the community in this particular neighborhood, and I've worked there since 1990, really. And... Um, one day there was a fire in the theater and it was going to be torn down. And I knew, along with Andy here, who lives and works and has created uh, an economy in the neighborhood, that something needed to be done with it and that if we lost that building, we'd lose a lot in terms of the, what we were trying to accomplish with the neighborhood. And as we got into the project more, we found out that it's even more far-reaching than just the neighborhood. It, it reaches out to the whole Milwaukee community and, and beyond that. Yeah. And so, Andy, uh, John mentioned that you've done some work in the community in terms of redevelopment and investment. Uh, why did you personally, though, get involved in the new state? What about this project interested you? Right. So I'm a, I'm a historic preservation guy, and um, this was... Um, this is the most exciting thing I've ever worked on. It, it, it's a it's a, a 1915 historic theater that you know was boarded up for 25 years. I mean that's a story for a historic preservation guy right there. And then it had a fire. And then we started looking into the history of the building, and it's got an interesting history. You know, starting off with a um, it being a silent movie theater and being a dance hall in the 40s and 50s, big band kind of stuff. And then uh, and then it got to be this great, grungy, gritty rock club in the, um, in the 70s and, and early 80s uh, called first the, uh, the Electric Ballroom and then the Palms. And that's when I really got interested when I started doing the research on the building to see if it was worth saving or not. Um, and all these names kept popping up, and these names are, are huge. These are big names. Huge. 
huge names, yeah. like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, U2 played there, and ACDC played there, and um, just amazing groups. The police played there. And then when you walk into the building, you say, well, that little stage had all these guys on it. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it's really an incredible story. And, um, and then I started talking with, with, uh, other people about how do we save this building? What are we going to do? And ran into the the new state people, and 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 everything is just coming together in in really a beautiful way. And the more we get involved, and the more we sit down and talk about it, and the more we build on this project, the more we realize the the really far-reaching impact of what we're doing. It's mm. it's not yeah. just a house. It's not just a building. Um, it's it's a community that we're building, yeah. and we're we're super excited about it. Yeah, and you mentioned all those big names that played on the stage. Uh, once the new state is finished, we might be able to add some additional big names here, like Webster X, right? Uh, so why did you, and then eventually, right, uh, Nile, you're going to most likely perform. I think you might have performed at something this past summer. No, did the Fat Nerds? Yes. So um, let me hear from the two of you, Webster X first, and then Nile. Why did you get involved in the project? I got involved in the project because of uh, Janice, who I was uh, co-running Free Space with. So we founded that in 2015, also with her husband now. Congratulations, you both. Um, uh, Vince, Vince Ka. And from there, I mean, honestly, Free Space was just a pure thing. You know, it, it started from, you know, in 2015 and then went on until about, you know, currently now. Um, and the model of that. It was just natural. I mean, there's not even too much more to say about it. It was, it was a punk spirit. It was also a very hip-hop spirit. It was a spirit that transcended beyond the neighborhood. It was a spirit that was predominantly focused on the north and west side of Milwaukee, um, which is where I feel like most of our efforts should be focused right now, especially in Milwaukee, because we got all this development happening downtown, but there's still nothing happening on the north side or the west side, really. Um and, and yeah, so Janice approached me and she was like, Hey, I got this, you know, cool project that I've been asked to be a part of. Do you want to join it? And I put her through the ringer and I was like, yo, how much time is it going to take for me? Because I'm really particular about what I want to get involved with. Um, and then I met with the team and I saw Dima was on it. Me and Dima have a history just throughout the, you know, Milwaukee music scene. Um, and then I met John and Andy who are both great people. Um, and then a few others as well. I saw Mammoth was a part of it. Mammoth recorded my first mixtape, mm. you know, so, um, it has made sense, and yeah. I try to make sure whatever I do has a lot of intent, you know? Um, I don't ever want to just half-step anything. So, yeah, it made sense, and, and that's why I'm here. So we talked a bit about free space. Um, I know what free space is, and it was one of one of my favorite uh, events in the city, uh, This the space that like young people come together and just perform. And it was something I looked forward to every single month. Then I got in grad school, couldn't go as much, very disappointed in that. But I actually saw, Nile you perform with, with Fat Nerds. Um, Got to give you all a shout-out because that was an amazing performance. Um, what do you, appreciate Yeah, what are you most looking forward to uh, when the new state is complete, right? Um, what's the thing about having this venue for our city? What are you looking forward to as an artist? As an artist, what does this mean to you to have something like the new state? Well, uh, there's a couple of, well, there's a lot of great things I could say about it. But uh, first off, being able to perform on like a stage probably as big as something like uh, the rave, you know, and it's all ages where, uh, you know, we could come and express our art and our talent and actually network. Being able to have a space like that and being able to be around people that you always heard about or never met, it's just a beautiful like thing in disguise. You know, like being able to like meet somebody that you 
are really close to and you literally just met them like a week ago, mm, yep. you know, finding out they're into the same things you into, the same sound waves of music. Like, it's just a beautiful thing to meet a new friend who really gets you. So so, so the new state is one of those spaces that's just going to bring people uh, from different parts of the city together, mm-hmm. connecting people who might not ever have been connected if it wasn't for this venue existing. And I didn't forget about you, Dima. You're here as well. Uh, what attracted you to this project, the new state? Well, for me, and I was kind of reflecting these last couple of days, knowing that we're coming into this interview, and I thought about just being in 2005, first coming up with a concept for an independent record label because I saw so much talent in the city and thinking to myself, why aren't people making it? Like, there's so much talent here. Why aren't they getting out there and, and becoming famous and becoming national and international artists, not understanding the challenges of entertainment industry, first of all, uh, being in the Midwest, second of all, and then our own challenges in the city, third of all. Um, but I went head first with a couple of people and started this independent record label. Uh, one of the first groups we met was actually Rusty Pelicans, who started in 95. So at that time in 2005, 2006, I was able to reflect on the mid-90s as far as music went and hear stories and challenges and things that they had to go through and how they had to unite together, live together, work together to push one band for the last 10 years at that time and, and, and place and how far they have gone, which was not very and moving forward, uh, continuing to get behind artists and supporting artists and talent and getting involved in the, uh, if you want to call it, the industry here in Milwaukee, um, the challenges were still there in 2005, uh, not as bad. Uh, we were able to get some bookings, uh, bigger festivals and stuff still weren't supporting. Uh, nobody was supporting all ages. Nobody was looking at the youth. And I think from 2005 to t- 20 or 2015 there was a big change and there was a big Mm. growth and i think really a renaissance and i think part of webster's music touches on that as far as the renaissance that happened between 2005 and 2015 where uh, i think the youth really took music and, and the culture into their own hands and said we don't necessarily need these bars and venues to tell us who can and can't play we're going to do things ourselves and that was really eye-opening i think for the establishments i think people uh started to drop this uh stigma of rap or hip-hop music because they saw it was really the future and what was really cultivating in the city and began to support it because they saw there was a big following for it so all of a sudden kind of walls started falling and uh, artists were able to book uh, more frequently, but unfortunately it was, again, bars. So you yeah. had to be a certain Small age. venues, yeah. at 21 and up, yep. So at that point, you're still kind of, um, you're kind of still inflicting, um, you know, pain points on youth who want to be artists at 10, 11, 12, 13. And I think it was a beautiful thing that Free Space started because I think that was really a first of its kind to allow really all ages to participate and to really say, hey, you don't need to be a certain age. You want to be creative. You want to perform. This is the space for you. And that was really beautiful. And I think uh, things like that and even the most recent uh, declaration of venues that are bars being able to now apply for permits to do all ages, and this is now 2019. So now you're looking at almost 25 years in the works of Milwaukee battling this challenge of lack of spaces, lack of support for people under 21. And that's such a devastating thing, because if you think about being a creative, especially now in this age of technology, 
you can be nine years old making stuff, being creative, performing, things like that. And now you can't do it until 18, 20. Well, by then it's going to be on the back shelf. Your parents told you not to do it because it's not going to make you money and you're done with it. So I think now through everybody's hard work, everybody's persistence and perseverance, we're at a point where uh, a team like Westside Arts Unlimited, uh, a place like the new state, with the team surrounding it that has the history, has experience, has the like really a lot of the right pieces in play, can really do something first of its kind for Milwaukee. Yeah. And that's really exciting for me. Super exciting for us really too. Exciting. I mean, Bridges City, we've been talking about the new state for a long time, wanting to get this episode and, and this information out to our listeners. Um, we've been talking a lot about all ages and our listeners can't see this, but, but there's, uh, John, not to throw you under the bus here, but you're a little bit older than some of the other people here. Our listeners can't see that, though. All right, John, is is this project uh, all ages music venue? Is this new? Is this new territory for you? This type of work? Uh, definitely new. Yeah, I I know how to put together deals with with uh, historic buildings and neighborhoods in Milwaukee, and make it work. So, and that's why when we when we got the building. We, we went to the city and we begged them not to tear it down. And they said, okay, we'll give you six months. So I said to Andy, I said, Andy, I don't, we, we need a use for this building. You seem to be pretty good at this. Why don't you see what you can do? Go talk to some people. And when you come up with a use, let me know. So, so you that, had Andy do the work for you a little bit there? So, right. Somewhere. So that, that's, that's what we did. And then when they found the use and they, they taught me the meaning of it in the community, like like Sam and Niall are talking about, then I could I could figure out how to integrate that into the the model yeah. to make it work. Yeah. Uh so Andrew, it sounds like uh you familiarized John with um the new state as an idea. Or like a sort of somewhat. Okay. As so the how music did you hub idea the the community uh, need, I, I guess that's what we're what we're really um, finding out was that, that so there's so much. Um, so my kids went to high school of the arts, and um, when they went to high school of the arts, or one of them did, and he um, he was very into music. All of his friends were very into music. They had like kind of a band where they were putting things together. It was more like playing rock band, but they yeah. they were doing their thing. Um, and as soon as they graduated, everything stopped. Right, mm. they didn't have any opportunities to perform. They weren't on stage anymore, and all of those dreams. Now they didn't have huge dreams of being a performer, but they were on stage. They loved music. They love music to this day. Um, but uh, the the opportunities to grow or to do a career in that totally lost. Mm. Right, and I thought that is multiplied so many times across this city. So many kids get involved in. Uh, in um, in music throughout their whole life, and then they they graduate from high school and it's lost. And uh, as soon as we put this team together, it was like, this is something different. And and let's do it all. Let's uh, let's make a hub where we've got performance space for groups that are coming in, um, so that kids people can learn from those groups, perform with them. Um, and let's have some free um, 
stages where they can build their sets. Start off with a couple of songs, start off with a few more songs, maybe build to be an opening act to be uh, for, for one of the bigger names, and then maybe someday being the bigger name that, that we can help. And we've got a record label, and we've got uh, Mammoth Audio, which can help with uh, the recording and the sound engineering, so that all these jobs, even sound, even lighting, even all these things are in one space. It's unheard of. Yeah. Uh, there is no place like that. And we, we started looking around. We started looking around the country for, you know, examples. Other models, of, right? right. Yeah. How, you how do you build from. this? Yep. Who does this? Nobody does it. We couldn't find it anywhere. So we're, we're on a little bit of uncharted territory. The beauty of, of what we're doing and how we're doing it is that um, it's phased. So we've already had shows. Yeah, right? this past summer, right? We don't even have a building, but we do have a, a, um, a pocket park. And that pocket park gives us a presence. It gives us the ability to have shows. Um, we've got a little stage. We built stages. We built benches. We can bring in sound sound equipment, and and we can do things uh, with no uh, almost no resources, right? Mm. But we're building for a bigger resource. We're building for a really big uh, stage opportunity and and sound recording uh, facility. It's it's going to be great. I just want our listeners to to kind of I have the some of the like project abstract and economic benefits in front of me here um, and you mentioned some of this stuff already but there's going to be classrooms and a performance space for classes and workshops um, a pocket park like you mentioned that would double as a park for the community with community focused programming and entertainment i like to be a little bit more specific and less abstract in terms of the community programming so are these like classes uh, around like djing or like literal like music classes learning how to play instruments all of the above what specific programming this isn't necessarily to any individual person whoever can answer that yeah yeah we have yet to i mean fully you know finalize what that's all going to look like but the ideas of everything is the things that we've noticed either one the community has been doing so like true school how you know they're doing things with you know dj classes production classes instruments like you can expect those exact same things to happen at the new state because um, those are the priorities in my opinion for like you know if we want an artist to be able to sustain themselves um financially you know with the with the career in music sometimes and especially like in the black community we have a lot of rappers coming up so like with rapping i want you know or we want some of these kids to be able to learn how to actually physically touch some of these you know production equipment or all, all these instruments because that's something that i could relate to where i came up and i was not doing any of that you know like i i, I mean when i was 13 i had a like, guitar because my dad was a musician in ethiopia and like so naturally i always just had music in my house but that's a special case. Like, it's way different when you're on the north side. And, like, everybody either wants to be a rapper or a trapper or a hooper or whatever. So it, it's just important to be able to introduce those educational pieces, you know, with music production and, and playing instruments and all that kind of stuff. So that's what that would look like as far as what kind of programming would go into the new state. Um, but, yeah, once again, we don't open for a while, so we can't finalize that just yet. <laughs> yeah, um, and I suppose the more people who support uh, in terms of fundraising and the efforts, the capital efforts, uh, capital fundraising efforts, the faster it gets open. Is that a fair? 100%. Okay, that's a fair correlation to make. Um, that's good. why we're here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's see, Dima, when, I, when we first sat down kind of previewing this conversation, I think there was an analogy about your role that had something to do with uh, like a baseball analogy. 
Is that John's baseball analogy? Yeah, it was yeah. actually shortly after John introduced me to a new uh, phrase or, or uh, uh, position in the field that I wasn't aware of, and he and I said, "What does that mean?" And he kind of explained it to me. It's the uh, the uh, short infielder, utility infielder. the utility infielder, the utility infielder, and I didn't okay. understand what that meant. But it's uh, like most of my past ten. Yeah, I'd say 10 years or so that I've been a jack of all trades and wearing many hats. And I think stepping into this project, I'm more of a resource. Uh, even though I have some strengths, I'm I'm willing to be where I'm needed or where there's a hand needed. I'm just trying to do yeah. anything I can to help this because I, I firmly believe that this is A, needed, and two, I think this is going to be a great success. It's just a matter of, um, you know, being able to withstand the storms and the challenges that come with fundraising $4 million and working with a, a nonprofit and raising really, I think that's really one of the biggest challenges. And then, um, I'm really looking forward to also getting, um, the youth more involved. Uh, we began to, but kind of slowed down for a little bit to make sure we were able to acquire the building and the property. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting a youth committee formulated. Uh, Janice had started that process earlier this year, but I think the input of the youth is going to be huge as far as the direction of many things, even some of the design elements and especially programming as that's released. It's going to be really, what what is the demand here now today uh, when it's when we're able to feed that demand and then then we'll focus on you know executing to make sure that we can we can supply what what's needed yeah so as utility infielder is there like uh, <laughs> what's your what's your favorite thing about working on this project who as far as favorite i think i'm learning a lot from everybody yeah. involved mm -hmm. uh john from the development standpoint uh webster from the artist and kind of the growth and advancements he's made in the city and understanding how what that process is like andrew as far as historic and also owning a business locally uh you know somebody like like niall also on the same aspect of what have been the needs and now that he's broken that threshold of being of age kind of reflecting back and educating us on or reminding us on what is still happening in the city mm. so um, I think the favorite part, I think, is just learning from everybody. And one of the biggest challenges is just finding enough time because I feel like there's never enough time for me to commit more because my task lists are too long. Yeah, and I'm sure, well, sure it's easy, too, to stay committed when you know the project is going to have such a dramatic impact on the city in a positive way, right? That definitely drives yeah. me, yeah. Uh, Niall, I'm curious. You mentioned that uh, Niall's... Um, able to provide some perspective in terms of what's happening on the ground Speci specifically when you talk to people uh, peers about the new state what are you hearing is there a lot of excitement about the prospect of this of this facility yeah everybody's uh very committed to it um everybody that's like that's heard about it has been like really excited and stoked about it cuz again you know I'm 22 now you know what I'm saying last couple of years that's all i've been waiting on all age venue somewhere where again you can do so much with your talent something you love doing every day so everybody's excited and ready yeah so 22 but i must have seen you perform at free space um must have been 2016 right so how long have the fat nerds been been around um well i started like nile and i continue our conversation about his own history in the music industry and he tells me that the Fat Nerds and his music career started when he was in sixth grade. So the fact that the new state is going to be serving and supporting young people, just like Niall was and still is, 
is a huge asset to our community. Because I can't help but think about how many other 6th, 7th, 8th graders are out there who just need a place to learn and grow their craft. My question is sort of for everyone here, uh, so anyone can take it. What is the like the one thing that you need listeners to know about this project? Why they should support it uh, and be excited about it? Webster X was the first to jump in here. The one thing, I mean, you know, it, it varies amongst age groups, but I want to speak specifically to the youth who this is going to affect the most. And the reason why the youth should be excited about this project is because of all the resources that everybody always complains about in Milwaukee. We don't have any managers. We don't have any booking agents. We don't have any recording studios. There's a lack. There's a lack. There's a lack. All I hear is scarcity. And this is going to provide abundance. And that's what we're focused on. Um, and also providing real opportunities. You know, like how we mentioned earlier with like the touring acts coming through. That's huge because I had to go to Chicago and Minneapolis and all these hubs myself and play trade shows to be able to build these connections that are now like really fruitful for myself now. And then I was able to use that and then have them headline free space and so on and so forth. So there, if we can bring the industry to Milwaukee and then Milwaukee can still be in Milwaukee, that's a huge win mm. for, for us. And I think it's, it's a big win for the youth too, because we often don't have anything to look forward to for one for mostly for live events. Uh, they're either too costly or they're just, oh, it's over 21. And there's just, there's too many boundaries. And I think Milwaukee, especially because I just, I can never stop looking at the Pfizer and what that's doing for, you know, downtown Milwaukee as far as development, but also what that's doing for like, you know, just the sports culture in Milwaukee. But I think the arts is the next uh, bubble of that to thrive based off the Pfizer because there's this documentary on Netflix called The Carter Effect. And I kind of like what Vince Carter did for the city of Toronto and how he affected change, just being him. And then also for a team that didn't really have much for many years, I think Giannis is doing that same thing right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of jumped into like three different things now, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, nonetheless, it's it's just important for the development of the future and, and the vision yeah. of, of the city. So. You're, so you're saying the thing that uh, listeners need to know is that Giannis supports this project, right? Facts. Yes, okay. And yeah, so same question to, to everyone. What is the one thing that listeners need to know about the project and why they should support it? Andrew? Yes, yeah. The thing that I really look at it and saying, this is really um, built from the community. I mean, this is, these are, it's not somebody coming in and trying to affect what we're doing. It's us. It's, it's us looking at it and saying, this is a need that we have. We're going to pull up our bootstraps and we're going to do this ourselves and we're going to do it right. Um, it's from the community. It's by the community and it's for the community. This is, this is where we are. These are our needs that we're, we're trying to meet. And it's really going to be fun in the in the long run. I mean, it's fun already working on it, and we're not even really doing anything yet. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's a it's a good time uh, to to be involved. It's a good time to support us because we're we're at our infancy. This yeah. is this is the time to get involved. This is the time where we need most of the help, and this is the time where you can really make an effect. You can leave a lasting impact on an institution that I mean I believe will transform the the city and especially the community that's that it's in right absolutely uh, and no. in 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 2020 we were forming a uh, a friends of the state theater so this is a friends group of, of basically what we're doing there uh with the new state and west side arts unlimited and it uh it gives people a chance to to 
to help us out. I mean, they, they can become a friend. They'll get our newsletter. They can get T-shirts. They can get buttons. They can get all these things that, that a regular friends group has. Um, and they know that they're supporting a really good cause and that we're going to do great things with it. Nice. And those free space T-shirts, I mean, if the New State T-shirts or anything like the free space T-shirts, I, I still rock my free space T-shirt all the time. So looking forward to becoming a friend of the state ourselves. Uh, John, wh- what do you think our listeners need to know? The one, the one big takeaway, why they should support this project? The area, the segment of the population that this has the greatest impact on is youth. And our, our youth are like the pivot point for the city. They're, oftentimes that people are down on them and saying they're not helpful, they're not contributing to the, the gross national product of the city of Milwaukee. And this is a way to take, how, how many high school kids do you know that don't like music? Hardly any. And, and there's also a lot that have tremendous talent. And this is a way to take their passion and turn it into a, a lifelong occupation and a way to make a living. So it's, 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 it's just so unique in that regard in that it's, focused on youth and economic development, and I think it'll bring out the best. Dima? Right now, the largest population in Milwaukee is teens. And what that's telling me is the old ways of doing things uh, maybe aren't the best way to do things, and things have to change in some ways. And there's so much money being spent and I don't want to say wasted because people are trying to make a change in many different places, but a lot of money does get wasted. And this project is a grassroots, community-led project that will be ran by the community. So it's for the community and ran by the community uh, that is sustainable, that people should be proud to invest into because it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be self-sustaining. And anything additional that the nonprofit and that the community can raise for it will only benefit for additional free classes, for additional programming, maybe more buildings, maybe more, you know, maybe different locations in Wisconsin, who knows. But um, I think it's a very solid plan. So because of that, knowing that it's for the community and by the community and is sustainable. Uh, Niall? Uh, The biggest thing I want to kind of express is that there's hope here. So if you feel like, you know, this might be something that you feel like you have a second thoughts about something you just like you want to get interested in but you know you feel like you got a lot of stuff on your hands like there's hope here and there's hope in this project so definitely look forward to change and it will be a beautiful thing wonderful uh our final question is a bridge the city classic every single episode of bridge the city ends with a tangible action step and how to get involved and make a difference in the community that action step could be the same one John provided earlier, which was support the new state uh, financially, um, or it could be something uh, completely unrelated, just about you know something you think community members should do to make a positive difference in the community. Um, so whoever wants to start first, what is your action step to our listeners and how to make positive change in the city of Milwaukee? Well, before all the easy stuff, you know, to support us financially, to follow us on social media, all that kind of stuff, we're on Bridge the City uh, podcast right now, so. I think people in the community just need to have more conversations with each other. There are more leaders that need to have more conversations from each with each other of different races, of different, you know, uh, financial status, whatever it may be, big or small. I think more uh, conversations need to happen. Um, 
So that's the uh, the, the the less you know clear thing that we need you to do. Um, but well, it's clear to me. You know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, you can follow us at, uh, on Instagram at the New State MKE. That's great to follow us on there because you can fo- uh, follow up with all the events we'll be you know involved in. We were just part of the Milwaukee Film Festival as a community sponsor. Um, that was huge for us. And um, you can also donate at the New State MKE It's very easy. Just go to a little donate tab. Boop. Donate a little dollar. Boop. Donate ten dollars. Boop. Donate a hundred thousand dollars. Boop. Just yeah. same button. Yep, same you, button. For one dollar or a hundred thousand. Okay. Wonderful. Three million, whatever you want to do. Action step. Andrew, you got one? Yeah, I, I would say definitely. Um, probably the easiest route would be to become a friend of the, the State Theater. Um, you can do that on our website. Financially, uh, it does that. There, there it is Becoming a friend gives you, um, there is a donation amount. But beyond finances, it means that you are supporting us. You you like what we're doing. You like what we're trying to do, and you will have a voice in what we're doing. And uh, and you can contact us. You're you're then part of this group, um, and and that means a lot. It means a lot to us. It, it should mean a lot to the community. Yeah, and and even if you can't support financially, which if you can, you should. Uh, as Webster X said, you know, a like, a share, a, a conversation. That's free. Uh, yeah. And I and I constantly I just you know ran into a friend on my way here. I was like I'm I'm interviewing the people from the new state. This is what it is. Like yeah, you all should know about this. Your organization should know about it. Um, so yeah, all of that helps. And yeah. and we need a crowd too. So yeah. so come to our shows. Wonderful, uh, John. Do you have an action step for the listeners and how they can make a positive change or get involved in the community or do something to support the new state? Talk to each other. Maybe one thing I could add is you know, really think about what this means for the youth of the city and and, and get, get involved and donate some money? Um, outside of the obvious, donate and uh, help support financially, which I know not everybody's uh, able to, which is totally okay. I think the, the one thing, if you're listening to this, that you should take away is raise your hand and say, I want this for my city. And to do that, literally email us at newstatemke at gmail.com. Go to newstatemke.org or hit us up on Instagram, the new state MKE, uh, at the new state MKE, and say, hey, I really love what you guys are doing. Please keep me posted. Give us your contact information because if not, if not now, as we continue to push into 2020, doing our events, we're going to need help. We're going to need the community's help. We're going to need to spread the word. So raise your hand and say, I want to help so we know that you're there for us. I think that's really important. Wonderful. Uh, Bridges City is so uh, grateful for you all to take your time and talk to us. Um, I know the new state is going to transform the city of Milwaukee, and I hope our listeners are persuaded too after hearing from all of you. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for listening to Bridges City. Thank you to the 707 Hub for letting us use their space. Thank you to Dima and all those at the New State for speaking with us about their amazing project. I just became a friend of the state tonight, literally, so you should too. I encourage you to support this amazing project. It's going to do great things for the city of Milwaukee. We also, of course, want to thank our patrons, Peter, Molly, Andrew B., Andrew C., Ben H., Promise is not me, Ben. Uh, Julie, Luis, 
and Teague. Thank you so much for supporting Bridges City. And for a special treat, let's hear from one of our patrons and why she decided to support Bridges City. My name is Molly, and I've been an avid listener since the beginning of Bridges City. And I choose to be a patron of Bridges City because not only have they helped me expand my appreciation and knowledge of Milwaukee, but they are doing great things within our city through their community events. Thanks so much, Molly. We are so grateful to have you as a patron and grateful to all those who decided to uh, donate a small amount, uh, sometimes as little as $4.14 for as much as $10 a month to support Bridges City. Every little bit counts. Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Bridges City. Please share and rate our podcast. As always, that helps others find it. Uh, lastly, check in with us. Let us know how we're doing, how we can improve. And if there's a story that we should cover, an idea that you have about an episode, please let us know. Of course, as always, though, let us know how you have helped bridge the city. Bridge the city.